In a time when evildoers parade their agenda before the world without shame, in a world where absolutes are being challenged and changed, in a society where truth is relative, welcome to a podcast that will edify, encourage, and empower you. A podcast that will speak God's truth in love. I'm your host, Myron Powell. Thank you for subscribing and listening to Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today, and thank you for uh, sharing your time with me. Appreciate you sharing this podcast with friends, family, and leaving a review and some stars. Thank you for uh, doing that. It helps us to get the word out as we rightly divide the word of truth. Well, today, I want to appeal to the sense that you've probably in your life been to a Lowe's, driven by a Lowe's, shopped in a Lowe's. And you've probably seen on an ad somewhere on one of their signs, maybe heard on the radio or saw it on, you know, Facebook or, you know, some other social media or whatever, this phrase, let's build something together. And it's possible that those of you listening today have probably built something. Even if it's Legos for your kids, uh, you've built something. Even if it's a dollhouse for your daughter, um, even if it's, you know, uh, you've built uh, the Thanksgiving meal and and prepared it, you, you've built something. You can kind of at least draw the conclusion that you're going to need resources, you're going to need tools to accomplish a purpose. Well, if you go to Proverbs chapter 17, verse 3, and I want to focus on this one verse. And again, uh, I've said this many different episodes this season. There is much to unpack within all of these different chapters. And at times I've hit on a few verses. At times I've hit on one. Certainly this is not, you know, a full blown comprehensive study, but just enough to just pique your interest. So I want to look at verse three today. It says here, the fining pot is for silver, the furnace for gold, but the Lord trieth the hearts. And what this is saying is that God will test the work that has been done. Here's something that I want you to consider today as you listen to this podcast. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 15, and I'll summarize it for you, Paul talks about us building upon the foundation that's already been laid. That foundation, of course, is Jesus Christ and in how we build upon that. As I read that, I, I think of Jesus's parable where he talks about the, the wise man who digs deep and builds his house on the rock versus the foolish man who builds on the sand. And then I see, as I continue reading in 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 15, that Two different sets or types of materials are given of which you can choose to build with. You can either choose gold, silver, or precious stone, or wood, hay, and stubble or straw. Now, let's start with that second set first, okay? Wood, hay, and stubble are all surface materials. Uh, You could see them above ground. Wood, hay, straw, grass, you know, that sort of thing, stubble. You can see that wherever you are. It's easy. If you've ever purchased uh, land to build a house, you've probably had to remove some hay or wood or stubble um, you know, to clear it. And that brush gets thrown into a pile and, and burned or, or you know, chipped down to nothing if you've got a chipper. Then let's look at that other set of materials, gold, silver, and precious. And would it be nice if that grew on the surface? 
you know, how many parents, you know, told their kids, and I don't have a money tree, you know, uh, wish we did. Well, gold, silver, and precious stone, then we know is beneath the surface. It's difficult to come by. You've got to mine it. It's expensive, and, and you know, um, you have to go after it. You have to uh, refine it uh, to, in order to use it. And so, again, on one hand, you've got surface materials, wood, hay, and stubble, and you have depth type of uh, materials, and that's the gold, silver, and precious stone. Well, Paul ends this passage, 1 Corinthians 3, 10 15, by saying that on that great day when the Lord comes, he's going to judge our works, very similar to Proverbs 17, 3, the Lord trieth the hearts. And on that great day, when he comes, fire will judge our works and test them or prove them. Now, I want to ask you a question. I want you to think about this. When you apply fire to wood, hay, and stubble, what happens? It consumes and destroys and turns it into ash, right? Well, let's ask that question again for this for the other set of materials. Gold, silver, precious stone. What happens when you apply fire to it? It removes impurities. It becomes more valuable. And it becomes usable. Well, where one turns to ash, the other becomes of greater value. It would it would really behoove us to then ask this question. Why would anyone not choose to use gold, silver, and precious stone in the building of their works? Now, let me also just pause and say here that we're not saved by works. Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9 makes that clear. We are not saved by works. However, Ephesians 2 verse 10 makes clear that we are saved to do good works. So knowing that we've been born again to do good works, what are we doing? When the Lord tries our hearts, is it gold, silver, and precious stone that's becoming more valuable? Or is it wood, hay, and stubble that's being destroyed? And, and, and let me kind of ask it this way, and I mean no offense to our National Guard or those who serve or have served, but if I could use this term, God is not looking for weekend warriors. He's looking for daily disciples. In other words, he's not looking for somebody to check in on Sunday and say, I came to church today, or on a midweek service and say, I was here for Bible study. God is looking for people that daily love him, daily serve him, daily live for him, daily worship him. I want God to test my works and find that I've been using gold, silver, and precious stone, not wood, hay, and stubble. I want God to be able to try my heart and it be like that silver. Now, let me ask you a question. You've probably seen silver in your day. You maybe even have some silver uh, in, in, your, in your collection at home or something. Well, I read of an uh, account of a preacher who wanted to know when the silver had reached its state of purity. And he asked a silversmith, because he had read this verse, and he asked a silversmith, he said, how do you know when the silver has reached a place where it's, it's pure and uh, you can now use it? The, the dross is gone. You've, you've been able to you know, call that off of the top and it's, it's, it's ready. And the silversmith said, when I can look into the silver and see my reflection, that's when I know that it's ready. Well, I will say this, that type of testing certainly 
is difficult. It certainly, uh, um, you know, causes us to, uh, you know, I mean, who, who likes to be tried in fire, right? But if my works are going to be tested, let it be like that silver where he, God sees his reflection. Let it be like gold, silver, and precious stone where it becomes more valuable and not wood, hay, and stubble that is destroyed. If I'm going to build a house... Lord, please help me to have the fortitude and the brains to dig deep and build on the rock and not build on the sand. Well, I hope this has helped you to understand the Proverbs a little bit better, to dig in and fall in love with them for yourself. Please feel free to email me uh, at rightlydividingwot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, in the meantime, I hope you have a glorious and blessed day. Until next time.